My name is Russ Shaw. This is ASI Attitudes of Sexual Integrity. Welcome. Episode 81. Going back to the 90s here for the uh, music on the show today. That's Nirvana. Come as you are. Talking about, uh, I'm going to go into, uh, you know, where you're at. This is a great song that illustrates just where you're at. That last lyric is uh, memory, all right? In case you didn't know. Kurt Cobain can be hard to understand. Some of his tunes are, what was that lyric? I don't know, but he's a passionate guy. He has something to say. And I just, uh, I still mourn for, for that guy. Because he, uh, he had a soul that was screaming out for truth. In a culture that, uh, really doesn't want to face truth. Really doesn't want to know where it comes from, where it flows out of. Um, my name is Russ Shaw. This is uh, ASI, Attitudes of Sexual Integrity, closing a series of shows I've been doing on the full armor of God and what that all means. Because um, historically this, this thing has been preached to protect you from the culture, uh, to protect you from the dirty people, to protect you from... Uh, you know, partying and, and these kind of evils, right? Behavior or morality. A lot of this uh, full armor of God has been preached in that direction. And I think that uh, people who think that, people that feel that way, are missing the depth of what Paul was trying to say. set in the 90s um, I uh, you know I wanted to address a couple of things and, and last week's show um, was kind of brutal I know and as I I listened to it you know and, and I listened to my own words and dealing with my own anger issues and stuff like that being safe being someone that people can uh, open up to, just being me around my friends and not, not being 
that guy or, or this guy that you hear on the show and you know I, I understand and I'm, I'm all this makes sense right you know like you can listen to the last show and go yeah that all makes sense Russ it makes sense and I guess my passion in that show is to get you to uh, not be bored because once we start getting bored we start realizing that you know we're not doing it all this sounds good and I don't know what to do but I'm not I'm not doing it right you know you start to feel that way oh man feelings are uh, evil you know they can just take you over and start pulling you in a certain direction and it's like uh, I uh, you know I get it I get how some of you feel I, I want you to know that that being on this journey is, is, is frustrating at times it is heart wrenching at times but you live and you learn you know we live and we learn. I just want to put my head between my legs sometimes and just, you know, freak out. I, I just don't feel feel like doing it. You know, I don't feel like facing myself. That's that show opening uh, stuff I did. I recorded yesterday, but... Uh, the truth is and my passion is that we don't you know we get off of this uh, looking at the full armor of God as some kind of a some kind of a thing that takes place on the outside that praying this out is is understanding that it comes from inside works its way out that we're protecting our ourselves from ourselves you know and and man, I just I uh, I hurt for you guys. I I understand. I I, I pray that uh, you know you you don't see me as coming off as mean. I, I care, and and I need to listen to my own show. You know, I go back and listen to my own show when it comes to my being a safe place. Because I so want to be a safe place, and I so still have those reactions of, uh, you know, I just, just like last night with my wife, I'm like, you know, she struggles with what I've done in the past still, you know, and sometimes I just get to those points, and instead of being loving and opening my heart to her and opening, you know, listening to her, I make it all about me, right, and I go... You know what are you doing with me anyway? I mean, what a, what a dark, selfish thing to say. What are you doing with me anyway? It's me sinking into alone. So I want you guys to know that 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 although I'm going on three years free of sexual addiction, I still I still. Uh, I still struggle, you know. I still struggle with these these reactions. I still struggle with habitual sin. Like my habitual sin is just wanting to stay alone. 
getting angry, pushing back, keeping people out. Intimacy. But I will never, ever be the guy I was before. And I pray that you pray that out as well. You know, going all the way back to episode two with, with that talk. That though we may get knocked down and we roll down the hill a little ways, that we're not at the bottom of the hill. You know, we, we don't get knocked back to square zero. It's really not how it works. I was talking about this in group last night. I'm just totally frustrated that I feel like I'm growing like a freaking tree. You know? Like a tree. <laughs> it's I, it's taking too long. And I'm frustrated. And that's kind of my deal. You know, I'm just... My will is not God's will. And that pisses me off. This guy talking about... Uh, it's like we, uh, and going back to Exodus, I think it's Exodus 33, or God says, huh, you know, I'm going to lead you into the land of milk and honey, but I'm not going with you. And God's frustrated with, with the people, and he's like, you know, you go ahead. And, and that is a, you know, their reaction to that is, is not one of, oh, cool. And I think sometimes we just want God to push this button in the back of our head to, to make us right, you know? But where would we be in our relationship with him if we did? Right? Where would you be in your relationship with God if if I had some magic word or I had some special download that you could plug a USB port in the side of your head and all of a sudden you weren't a sex addict anymore? Where would you be in your relationship with God if that happened? And as far as my anger is concerned, I, I struggle with that. Sometimes I struggle with uh, with having this t- to to be closer to God. That God wants me to be in relationship with Him, and I still struggle with that. Man, I still see Him as my dad. Sometimes, you know, I see Him as angry. I see Him as mean. I see Him as you get what you deserve instead of you know maybe using this to pull me closer down you ever pray that out I want you to pray that out you know your relationship with God maybe has something to do with that that he didn't give this to you that you coming out of of, of this dark addiction Maybe part of that is him really wanting that relationship with you, that he wants to be with you. He wants to be number one in your heart. He wants to be number one in my heart. And I, like a spoiled, rotten, rich kid, you know, freak out. I want want it now, and, you know... I just, I don't know, man. I I wrote some uh, prayers, and I'm continuing with uh, the full armor of God here and, and closing closing this letter. Um, Ephesians 6. Uh, I'm going to start in 18. Praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication, to that 
to that end keep alert with all perseverance making supplication for all the saints and also for me and I pray this too and also for me that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mysteries of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak um, I pray I, I, pr- I pray that you pray for me and I identify with what Paul's saying here being an ambassador in chains that I come to you not as some expert or some guru or some psychologist but somebody who's walked the path and and continues to walk the path do do you hear what I'm saying man I am not freaking anywhere close to being some hero or superstar or someone who's got it all together Paul is talking about being an ambassador in chains, which, you know, he was in prison when he wrote this. He, he's in prison. And I, uh, dealing with uh, what I'm going through now, being able to open up and my my frustration with the process is part of my prison and, and my chains. So I want you to hear me in that. That I am not some expert. And I don't tout myself as one. I'm just a fellow traveler with you on the road. Maybe I've just stepped on a few more landmines. Uh, you know, I don't know. But we, we have different lives. I, uh... But I pray continually in my spirit for that truth that underneath all my words and underneath all my knowledge I mean knowledge can be just more head work you know praying out of the spirit is is God it, it just doesn't make sense and I want it to make sense and I feel like a little kid and I feel like I'm I'm failing you sometimes I feel like I'm just putting my middle finger in your face and I I pray and I know that you're there and I know that you love me and I and I just I pray against anything that would block my flow of relationship with you Lord I wrote these uh these seven prayers um, and I want to uh, I want to share them with you but at the same time I want you to know that I, I pray these out for me as well I, I'm praying these out man and, and I want to get in the habit of praying these out because our, our relationship, our one-on-one friendship, you know, in, in Christian culture, there seems to be this, you know, you want this big pow, right? You want this big, huge extravaganza, like, you know, you're going to get hit by God, and you see these guys on TV, and they flop around like a fish, you know, and some guy prays over them and puts their hands on their head, and it's this big, ah, you know, and people are just, woo, and and it's like, you know, I think I think there's something to being charismatic 
but at the same time, I think the main, most powerful relationship with God is his friend. It's just walking with him every day. As just, you know, just being, just being in touch with him. Like he's right there with you, you know. Like he's right there next to us. Like we can talk to him like he loves us. Like we're, we're, in community, in relationship with our friend. Jesus is our friend. And, and sometimes it's really to wrap our, it's hard to wrap our minds around that. Especially if the authority figures in your life growing up have been mean, have been, you get what you deserve, have been, you know, just anything but love behind their punishment seems to be more about them than uh, loving you right we grow up with these habits of looking at our authority figures as mean so here check this out this is from uh, the message bible um God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. And I, and I pray I, I'm doing that here. You know, if you feel like I'm, you know, some of the stuff I'm saying makes sense. It's great words. It all makes sense on your head. But your heart hasn't caught up with it yet, and you're frustrated, man. I, I get that. You can send me an email if you like, russ at asi247.org, if you need somebody to talk to about it. Man, I'll do the best I can with, with keeping up with email, and I will answer you. I am doing a series of shows called Ask Russ, but in some of these things, these are the the queen ants, right? Is dealing with those issues from where our heart flows. From where our heart flows. This is seven prayers I've written, um, and, and I do pray these out, and I, and I want you to pray them with me. I'm going to put a copy of this on the website that you can download, print out if you want. Give it to your pastor. Um, put it up in the church or just hang it on the wall or put it on the refrigerator. I don't know. It's, it's just praying this stuff out it helps to get our heart going in, in the direction of uh, of relationship with him. Right? Number one, the belt of truth. Lord, I pray that we would develop a passion to boldly face truth in our own lives before we engage those around us. I pray for the courage to be humble in the light of truth, realizing the truth of where we are on the journey of life. I pray we would be open to the truth and be honest in confessing our own erosion of heart. Number two is the breastplate of righteousness. I pray 
Lord, for the realization in our hearts that the righteousness comes from only the cross. I pray we would understand the words of the old song by Robert Lowry, published in 1876. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Nothing can for sin atone. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Not of good that I have done. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. This is all my hope and peace. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. This is all my righteousness. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. How precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Lord, we are blood-bought and paid for. We're not part of some exclusive club called Christian. Being a Christian is is understanding first we're blood-bought and then walking that out. Number three, the shoes of readiness. I pray that we understand we are not fighting against flesh and blood, but the ticking time bombs, the festering wounds of unrepentant sin. Let our shoes of readiness be a realization that people sin, and sinners are not the enemy, they're the battlefield. Lord, help us adopt that attitude. Sin messes up everything. Sin screws everything up. We see it. We repent for it. We turn from it. We face you. the shield of faith. Lord, I pray you guard our hearts from our own default towards religious works. That's a big one. I pray for a constant understanding that we have been saved through faith and that this is not our own doing. It's a gift, not a gold star on a chart for being good. While we were yet sinners, you first loved us. Help us realize in our hearts that you first gave to us and we can now give that obedience flows out from the inside of our hearts and is not just stuffed in our brain from the outside. The helmet of salvation. Lord, I pray our wisdom is in your will and not our own well-meaning selfish motives. That we would internalize That instruction is a way to create intelligence for our heart. Keep our heads from the injury of our own first love-leaving intellectual falls. That's a big one, man, overthinking this whole thing. The sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Lord, I pray through your grace to help us build our appetite for your Word that our constant hunger for food and our own surface cravings would be surpassed by a craving for a deep understanding of your word. I pray that we would not lose our passion for picking up your sword of truth and letting it cut deeply into our own minds and hearts, exposing the meat of our own motives, 
all the way to our own bone and marrow. Number seven, Lord, I pray for prayer. I pray that you would let us see when we don't know we are stumbling around in the darkness. Light up our minds and guard our hearts. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear. Lord, I pray for maturity. Not just praying for stuff or getting us through or out of some hard circumstance. You know, that's great, but I pray that we get deeper than that. Let us see grace. Let us see the grace that you've already richly lavished us with. As we pray on our knees with hearts full of worship towards you, as we enjoy and delight in your creation, and see when created things start to own our hearts. That's the seven prayers. Um, I'm going to put those on the website. You can download them in a PDF and uh, pray that you pray those out. I, I will continue to. So I pray that we don't lose heart. I pray that we continue on with the battle and, and when it gets tough, we, we, we cry it out and we talk about it. But we don't stop dancing, right? We don't stop loving God. We don't stop laughing. Pray that we don't stop reaching out. We don't stop having fun. We don't stop smiling. But there is a time to mourn. There is a time to mourn when your head doesn't catch up with your heart and you're frustrated about that. It's turning to Him. It's turning to Him in love. It is, it is tough to come as you are. It is tough to just come as you are. You know, we want to present ourselves to God as, as, as being in a different place than maybe we actually are. You know, like we have to front something up for God and not come as we are. With all our frustration, with all our shortcomings, with all our wanting to figure it out, with all our, you know, take your time, hurry up. You know, man, I pray that we we just lean into them. I'm going to leave you with this song by uh, Matthew West. This is this is God singing to to you, to me. It's uh, it's truth. Sometimes it's hard to wrap our head around. It's hard to understand that he loves us that much. It's hard to understand that he's there. It's hard to understand that that it's all been paid for, that it's done. That we run around, we act like sin is, you know, it's not paid for, right? We act like we're still trying to earn it sometimes. And it's just, it's just getting that out of our heads. Man, if there's anything I can communicate to you is is to to understand and to lean into God and to pray this out. Talk about it in your community. Don't just keep up with the surface. You know, it's going for the heart. Having relationships that matter 
to your heart. And number one is your relationship with God. Especially when things are falling apart. Especially when you're crumbling and falling apart. That's when we need God the most. So I leave you with a song. My name is Russ. The website is asi247.org. My email is russ at asi247.org. I I pray for for you all. I I, I don't take this lightly. I know that uh, as an ambassador in chains, doing this podcast, I I carry a certain amount of weight. This next set of shows, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be me. All right, you know I'm going to be me. I'm going to present you. as an ambassador in chains you know and I and I I love you all getting over sexual addiction is something you can do is something that God will help you through I've come through that but I'm not perfect I'm not a guru I can show you the landmines I've stepped on and some of the ones I continue to fight until next time I'll leave you with this from Matthew West this is a beautiful song about God's relationship towards us remember life is 20% the stuff that happens to us and 80% how we react how we worship right here you go until next time bye I saw your sky fall down today Suddenly turned from blue to grey Until one by one the raindrops turned to tears upon your face I wish there was something I could do I wish I could ease the pain from you But I've never felt so helpless It's like you're drowning right in front of me And I'm reaching out but you can't see There's something holding on to you so tight so I guess this is all I'll say to you tonight If you ever need me You know where to find me I will be waiting Where I've always been If you ever need me You know where to find me I have never left you And where I've always been Strength you need is the strength you lack If you're